Favorite cartoons to star-studded cast, a lot to watch for a lot of people. And joining us now for details and suggestions of what to watch this weekend is KSL's Andy Farnsworth with News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. All right, guys. Well, first up, something that the whole family can enjoy: Sonic the Hedgehog 2, based on the popular Sega video game series, hits theaters today. It was just two years ago that the first Sonic movie broke box office records for a video game movie, and it was pretty much the last big money-making film right before the pandemic hit and theaters shut down. Now Sonic 2 continues the adventures of the fast-talking hedgehog voiced again by Ben Schwartz. Because he's, from a, because he's an alien from another world, Sonic is supposed to be lying low in Green Hills, Montana, living with the town sheriff, played by James Marsden, and his wife Maddie, played by Tika Sumter. But at night, Sonic sneaks out and tries to be a hero, stopping bad guys in bigger cities like Seattle. But all that changes when Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik, who Sonic defeated in the first film, shows back up. This time, he's accompanied by a large red hedgehog named Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba. Knuckles is an echidna, sworn enemy to Sonic species, and he's after a powerful emerald that he believes Sonic can lead him to. But Sonic has some help of his own from a clever fox named Tails. If you like the first Sonic movie, this is more of the same. My kids loved it. I thought it was pretty enjoyable for what it was. As someone who played the original Sega Genesis, there was some nostalgic fun. But if you don't care for Ben Schwartz or 1990s Jim Carrey physical comedy, then this will be a long two hours for you. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is rated PG, and it is only in theaters. Another option this weekend in theaters is a new action thriller from the famous director Michael Bay, or infamous, depending on how you feel about him. It's called Ambulance, and Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen play adoptive brothers Danny and Will. Now, Gyllenhaal's Danny is a bank thief, and Abdul-Mateen's Will is a former Marine who served in the Middle East. When a desperate Will needs money so his wife can get an expensive medical procedure, Danny says, well, you can get it by participating in a bank heist that he's arranged in downtown L.A. that should net him $8 million each. Not surprisingly, the heist doesn't go as planned, and Danny and Will end up hijacking an ambulance to get away, using as leverage an injured police officer and the EMT trying to save his life who are already in the ambulance. What follows is two more hours of crazy car chases, high tension, lots of bloody violence, and nauseating shaky camera work. This is vintage Michael Bay, explosions aplenty, lots of cussing, lots of close-ups, some highly creative camera work, even if it did make me motion sick, and an attempt to make over-the-top scenarios seem like they could really happen. I know there are some people who will absolutely love this movie for what it is, a cinematic spectacle that you just go see for the ride. Now, I didn't enjoy it that much, and I thought it was too much with the blood and language and herky-jerky camera movements. I did like Aza Gonzalez's EMT and Abdul Mateen's good guy who has to do bad things. Ambulance is unquestionably rated R, and you also might need to take some motion sickness pills before or after you watch it. It's playing only in theaters. Next up is a spy thriller called All the Old Knives with Chris Pine and Tandy Newton. Pine is a CIA agent tasked with interviewing Newton, a former agent, and his ex-girlfriend about a botched hostage situation that happened eight years earlier. All the passengers on a hijacked airplane in Vienna, Austria, were killed, and the agency suspects the hijackers had someone from the CIA office feeding them information, so an investigation has been reopened. It just so happens that Newton's character quit the agency that very day the incident happened and left Pine without a word, and he hasn't seen her since. So this is a well-written plot, with a movie with plot twists and turns that had me guessing throughout the entire movie. 
Some of the guessing came from the decision to jump back and forth between now and then with only Pines and Newton's hairstyles to give you an idea of what's taking place when. Pine and Newton do have genuine chemistry, though, that plays out in their scenes together. All the old knives is rated R, so content-sensitive viewers should keep that in mind. But if this movie does interest you, you have flexible viewing options. You can catch it in theaters, or if you'd prefer to watch it at home, it's streaming on Prime Video as of today. Also on streaming is another spy-related viewing option. Slow Horses is a new series on Apple TV+, and it stars Gary Oldman as Jackson Lamb, the boss at a branch of the British spy agency MI5. But the office he manages, called Slough House, is actually the dumping ground for agents who have made career-ending mistakes or have other problems that would keep them from working on actually important assignments. And that's where River Cartwright, played by Jack Loudon, finds himself after messing up a training exercise. But he burns to be back on real assignments, so he disobeys Oldman's orders to do nothing when a right-wing British group kidnaps a college student and threatens to execute him on live TV. Because Cartwright suspects there may be some link with a disgraced former journalist that Slough House has been observing. Just like seemingly everything else on Apple TV+, this show is well-written and well-produced. I was drawn into the story and drama immediately. Three episodes currently available to stream on Apple TV+, with new ones dropping each Friday, and it's rated TVMA. Finally, I don't talk about documentaries very often, but this one is definitely worth mentioning. It's called Waterman, and it's about the very real and very amazing Duke Kahanamoku the swimming and surfing pioneer. The movie's narrated by Jason Momoa, and it's about Kahanamoku, who, a native Hawaiian who back in the early 1900s set world records in swimming and won five medals over three Olympics. But he's probably even more famous as the man who first made the sport of surfing popular, not just in the U.S., but throughout the world. Michael Phelps trained to use the same form in swimming that Kahanamoku invented. You know how lifeguards use surfboards for rescues? Yep, Kahanamoku was the first one to do that too. How big a deal was this guy? Well, they have statues of him on three different continents. Waterman is definitely worth a watch, and it's playing only in theaters. So guys, a lot to choose from this week. Looking ahead to next week, Harry Potter fans should be excited as Fantastic Beasts Secrets of Dumbledore finally hits theaters and... Sneak preview, it was pretty good. All right. That's a good one. That's a big one. I'll wear my robes and bring my wand. You should. Because, (laughs) you know, if you didn't like the second one, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it gets the series back on track. Let me just say that. All right. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there.